I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Your Business Boost podcast. I have had the most incredible feedback from my interview that I did last week with Laura McLeod on the podcast. If you have not listened to that, jump back one episode and hear my chat with her. Uh, We went quite deep in the topic of uh, providing exceptional service and she is absolutely like the avatar in terms of business owner who provides her clients and her community with exceptional service. And based on that, that feedback and 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 the comments that I have received from that episode I wanted to just take that a little further with you in terms of um, some things that you can do in your business or things for you to consider in your business when it comes to giving your customers that absolutely supreme service because I think you know I don't need to tell you that there are just so many service providers out there and chances are whatever business it is that you have, there are dozens, if not more, who are providing the same and, you know, I won't say the same, but in terms of their skills and when someone goes hunting for this particular thing, uh, there's a lot of you in 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 the ether. So, what sets you apart, and what sets you apart is that you are you, and you deliver in the way that you deliver with your skills, experience, background, and all the brilliance of you. But ultimately, what can make or break your business is the way in which you serve your customers, and you know, service providers. It's our job. It's, you know, it says it on the on the door. We are service providers, so it's our job to ensure that our service is delivered, not just in the way that you know that sort of mediocre tick all the boxes kind of way, but in a way that you know will entice our clients to come, want to come back for more, or if depending on what service you're offering, in some cases, if you do your job really well, they may never come back again, but they will tell all their friends and everyone they know about you and become those raving fans that we all would love. What I notice a lot, particularly in the online world, is that there is an incredible amount of time, money, resources, energy, all put into getting customers in the door. And what a lot of people tend to trip over is, okay, we've got them. Now we'll just, you know, plug them into some automated way of being dealt with. And these people feel very, very unloved. So there's all this energy put into getting them, 
but not so much energy put into keeping them and loving them. So today I'm going to focus on, um, you know, what happens once someone comes into your world and how you can make that experience truly representative of you, the essence of you, the essence of your business. And, you know, maybe you can think about how you can make a little tweak or two here or there to really, really elevate your client's experience. Um, so yes, as I, as I touched on before, you, you could automate the bejesus out of your business. And and I know a lot of businesses, particularly, at, again, depending on that price point of, of your service offering, there are some things that, that are not – there's not a, a dollar value high enough to require your fingers all over everything in that business, right? But there absolutely needs to be some kind of personal element to your business. You, you can you can have the sexy, sophisticated, automated ways of delivering things, but you need to be really, really clear on the process first. So, you know, if you think about um, the customer journey, like that whole experience from the minute they come into your door, whether that, you know, whether that's physically coming in the door or whether they're phoning you, whether they're email inquiry, contact form on your website, whatever, sliding into your DMs, whatever it is, um, it's like, okay, what is that experience step by step by step all the way through? How much thought have you actually given to that whole process? Now, this is not any judgment from me because so often I know that these customer experiences come organically. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it sort of happens uh, that, you know, it's like the customer's teaching you as you go. And I have been speaking to a number of women um, lately whose businesses have grown quite, quite rapidly. So they've gone from being like the solo service provider to suddenly having a team of like half a dozen people or 10 people. And, and this is where these things can come unstuck because if you haven't got that customer journey mapped out, if there is not a process uh, behind all of the, the automations and the bells and the whistles, but this actual brain power, your brain as the CEO at the helm, right? This is this is like CEO thinking here. Thinking about that customer experience, it's like, okay, uh, if, if there's so many things that you may be overlooking because these these processes have um, come about organically, and then if you've got other people in the business delivering that whole service or part of that services, it's like how do you know that you are all aligned? How do you know that you're singing from the same hymn sheet? So this is where doing like a, a, a an, almost like an audit of your customer journey from that helicopter view of, of you because often depending on how long your business has been running there could just be stuff that's happening that you're you know it's 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 automatic you don't think about it too much but is it working 
Like, is it working? Is there more efficient ways of doing things? And this is where technology can really help. But also, it could be like, where do we need that personal touch? Where do we need a human interface here? You know, the actually automatic way that we're doing things, it's not working. You know, people are falling through the cracks. We're getting bad feedback. You know, there's gaping holes in the customer experience. But you need to spend some time actually looking at this and considering this. And, you know, this is not a job for today. This is something that you're going to need to block a bit of time out in the calendar, but I really encourage you to do it because it's a really powerful exercise. And so often we, you know, we spend so much time in our own businesses, in the bubble that is our own business, that we don't stop and think about how our business is experienced by our customers. And, you know, think of everything, okay? Like right from the minute they come through the door, look at that onboarding process. What's it like to come into your world? And I'm always so surprised at how um, how differently businesses do this. You know, look for experiences that you have had where you have felt like you have been treated like a queen? What was it that that set those services apart? And look at ways in which you could potentially bring them into your business. You know, things like uh, that automatic response to inquiries. I'm always amazed when uh, people, um, you know, you send off an inquiry. I fill in, you know, I filled in online. I did it the other week. I did an, I filled in an online form for someone and um, still haven't heard back. Like no response at all. There wasn't even like a confirmation that that came through that said, thanks for your inquiry. We will respond to you in 48 hours. Like it's so simple to do that. It really is. Um, but so many people overlook it. And it's just, again, it's setting the tone. And also this helps in terms of um, you get not getting badgered by, by new customers. Like if they've sent off an inquiry and they get a response that says, um, you know, our office hours are Monday to Thursday, nine till four. Uh, we, you know, we aim to get back to inquiries within 48 hours. We look forward to connecting with you then whatever, you know, whatever the language or the time frame is that you might want to use for your business, but something like that just sets the tone, then people feel like they've been heard. They go, okay, all right, I've, I know that I'm going to hear back from this person. Um, that's great. As opposed to going, well, shit, did they get that, that, um, the contact form that I filled in? Oh, I might, I might see if I can find their email or I might go onto LinkedIn and see if they've got like a personal email on there that I can connect with them. Or worse still, if your phone number's on there, they will start ringing you or sliding into your DMs or whatever. It's like, if, you have got a process in which you want people to follow, make them feel like they're responded to. So I think that that's something that you can use technology to your advantage there. Um, the other thing too in that sort of introductory process is FAQs are really, really great for new customers. Um, Jane Hilston, who came on the podcast um, to talk about how to do marketing, but something that she, one of her catchphrases, which I absolutely love is, your obvious is not their obvious. So 
it's like things that you just kind of take for granted and that you know about your process and your service because you deliver it all the time, your new customers aren't necessarily going to know what to expect. And people like to know what to expect. It's just human nature. It's like, okay, I've signed up for this thing. What's going to happen now? Tell them. And if you can't, you know, talk to them, and, and I'm not saying that you should, but yeah, is there some kind of FAQ document that you can create or what happens next or, you know, welcome to our practice. Here's, you know, here's what happens next. This is what you need before your appointment. This is why I'm asking you to fill in this form. This is a big block for a lot of, I see this a lot in the health, like allied health space where people send off a ream of forms to people before their appointment. And, you know, they ask them very nicely to fill them in and they're like, people aren't filling in the forms. And it's like, do they understand why they need to fill in those forms? Why is it important? You need to tell them if they've never been to a service like yours before, they're not going to understand why it is so important to have those forms filled out. So just, you know, again, plugging in the holes, looking for the gaps in that customer experience and, um, finding ways to fix it. You know, it could be as simple as a PDF or a little video that you record and, you know, the your admin sends it out for you um, every time a new customer comes in. There's ways of doing this that doesn't involve you having to do it all the time. Um, automated emails, there are pros and cons to this. Um, I think, uh, you know, you can absolutely set uh, like an automation once people come into your world. But as I said earlier, just look for the places to have that human touch point. Um, Same with automatic, uh, like set your own appointment scheduling using Calendly, Acuity, those kinds of platforms. They absolutely have their place, but you need to be mindful of how they function, how that ties into your business as a whole. Is it, who are the people that you are um, serving? Is this something that they want or would they prefer the personal touch? Um, Are you giving them the personal touch, but they'd actually rather book the appointments themselves? And it's funny because (laughs) I was... um, I was speaking to a group of businesswomen um, a few weeks ago and the subject came up about using Calendly or Acuity and some it was really divisive. There was some people who was like, I hate it, you know, I can never book far enough in advance. There's such a restriction to what dates are available. And and these were women who were talking about quite high price point service. You know, this wasn't the, you know, the $49 service. It wasn't, it wasn't booking a discovery call with someone. This was actually like high touch, um, uh, services and they there was some that were like no I like it that I get a phone call and 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 some there is a human that that checks cross checks calendars and makes sure that there's a date that works for all of us and then there was the others that was like nah nah I want to be able to book it myself I want to be able to sit in front of my laptop at 10 o'clock at night and and book those appointments for myself. So the message here is know your customer. What's going to work with her? Something that I do need to caveat here, which I'm seeing more and more, is payment gateways that come 
before you are even able to see if someone has availability to see you. So um, I've had a, a couple of experiences this year where I've gone to, like someone's told me about a particular service. I'm like, oh, wow, cool. Yeah, I'm going to go and check them out. But I had a particular need for a particular period of time. I wasn't even able to see their availability until I had paid for this service. Uh, you know, my kids are probably going to go, mommy, sound like a Karen. But I've, I, I'm going to be a Karen here. And I'm going to say, I don't think that's okay, especially when this is like, you know, five, six, seven hundred dollars for a a particular service, I want to know if you can see me in the next three months. Like I I would like to know that before I put my hand in my purse and, 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 um, and hand over my money. So again, just consider every single touch point. Do you even know that that's what's happening? So one of, one of these particular service providers, I, I know her quite well. And I was like, how come I had to pay before I was able to book into your calendar? And she's like, what? She didn't even know it was happening. So again, have a look. If it's something that may not have been set up by you, get someone to go through the process for you and test it out. The other thing, you know, talking about bringing people into your world, welcome gifts, acknowledging how much you value them coming into your world. Again, I think it should be um, comparative to the the price point. Like you're not going to sell something for $400 and spend $200 dollars on a welcome gift for them. Um, But just a a really beautiful personal touch. Just think outside the square, look at other industries, at things that other people do and yeah, steal their ideas. That's what everyone else does. It's like someone does something. And, you know, I remember, (laughs) I remember last year I was sending out these plants from a particular, like, instead of, you know, sending flowers, like cut flowers, I was sending like a living plant to people and people that I was sending it just like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. So much better than flowers. And then I was noticing like everyone was sending out these plants as their like as a thank you gift or a welcome gift or whatever. So, you know, there is no harm in in nabbing great ideas from other people if you think that they're fantastic. Um, surprising and delighting your customers. Where can you elevate their experience? And this is around things like birthdays, anniversaries, you know, depending on what sort of service you provide, but it could be, you know, following along on their socials and, and and congratulating them when big things happen and, you know, sending them some gorgeous gift or, or whatever, but recognising things outside of their work too. So if they have babies, if they buy a house, that kind of thing, especially if you are like working with people one-on-one that they're paying you huge amounts of money for your time um, and your service, they're investing an awful lot in you. You know, how can you demonstrate your investment to them, I think is, is, is a really nice way of thinking about this too. And this also brings me to um, renewal time. So whatever service you're providing, if it's, if it's an ongoing service, um, what happens when it's time to renew? How do you manage that? Um, you know, is is your business completely automated and uh, when people want to talk about renewing or perhaps not continuing to work with you, how do you manage that? Because how you do that, I would say, is just as important as what you do to bring them in to your business because this is that they're, they're, they're then potentially either they're either going to stay 
or they're going to go out into the big wide world after having had their experience with you. And sadly, they are going to remember that last encounter with you. And I, I, sadly, um, well, it's good for me, but I get a lot of refugees from other um, coaches and online course providers and masterminds. And, you know, I get a lot of people coming to me because they have not had a fantastic experience elsewhere. And you know what? There are probably people that leave my world and go somewhere else as well. I know the way that this all works. Um, But the thing that they often complain about is the fact that the you know, the person that they've been working with um, was pretty hands-off all the way through. Um, It was very hard to get a direct line to that person. It was very hard to, you know, if they were in a group program, um, you know, there was obviously shortfalls. I'm not going to critique anyone else's um, business, that's for sure. But what happened when they wanted to leave was that, um, you know, there was the, all of a sudden it was like, you know, they were super, super interested and no, 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 please don't go and da, 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 and what can we do to save you? What can we do to save you? And then they were kind of in this automated um, don't go, don't go, come back, come back kind of um, spiral. It's like it's too little, too late. So just be mindful of what that experience is like for people when they actually um potentially step out of your world as well. But, you know, the the, the moral of this, this episode is that you need to value your clients. I hate hearing people slagging off their clients. It's really, really off-putting and it says a lot about a person, I think, when, they're, when they start, you know, really complaining about their customers, complaining about having to serve them and deliver work. Um, you know, these are the people that are paying your bills, okay? your The success of your business depends on having customers and giving those customers a fantastic experience. Um, and look, I, I'm sure you don't take your customers for granted, but like I said, it's just there could be something in your process that you have completely overlooked. And I'm hoping that by sharing what I've shared with you today, it, it will just trigger you into having a look at how you do things and looking for ways to improve on that because we should always be improvement orientated. We should always want to be making our customers' experience of us the best. They really, you know, they are your biggest advocates. You want those raving fans. So give them that exceptional service at every step of the way with you. So I hope that these tips have helped you today. I'd love to hear from you if there is something in particular that I've mentioned that's really resonated with you that you're going to put into practice. Um, and just yeah, have a think. Has it like is, is it made you think about how you can elevate your client's experience of you? Um, you know, is there something that you're going to implement straight away? I'd love to know. So please shoot me a message. You can uh, send me a DM on Insta, pop it in your stories and share it with me or send me an email to michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. Have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next time. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. 
And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Bye.